working my ass off. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. No, you, no, you won't. Yeah, I will. Will. Buy a bucket. Buy a bucket. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. I'm going to be working my ass off. Welcome in, everybody. John and Lance along with Dell for the next three hours right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And off we go, as this is pretty much a holiday show, because we're on we're all on holiday over the next uh, four days here. Well, the rest of us will be here. No, I'm not going it's I'm, not a holiday show. It's a... Please tune in. It is a work trip. No, it's not. You take a grind. You're taking personal days off. You're not working for the station. You're not working for the station. I'm working for the betterment of mankind in the Cabo Cup. Okay? So, I mean, yeah, you could poo-poo it, but I'm doing my part. I don't know about you. I don't know if the man of the people vibe is going to play as well with Cabo Cup. (laughs) Listen, I can't help it that that's where it is. I don't don't pick the sites. Okay? (laughs) I didn't. I didn't pick for the Texans to play at noon every day. Which, by the way, they're not going to. Did you see that it was the number one rated ever uh, game on ESPN? The most watched game on ESPN ever. Yeah. Well, viewership is is it's record viewership across the league. Yeah. For playoffs this year, it was the biggest playoff viewership in history. Yeah, probably because the new UFL is coming with the <laughs> yeah the uh, Roughnecks. Scared everybody. That's why everyone's watching. Yeah. Getting ready for yeah. Getting t- tuned in, get, you know, pumped up for the I think new it's Roughnecks season. I think it's because... Did well, it happen before the, the UFL was announced that the Roughnecks would be okay. back? No. You can't just keep going on this track just because you're not going to be here the next three days. <laughs> you can't just immediately check out one minute into the show <laughs> with Roughneck talk. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> I think it's because they have young quarterback and CJ versus... MVP and Lamar. I think that was a yeah. That was must see TV for a lot of people. I think uh, you know. I don't know about Green Bay, San Francisco. I was interested in it. I thought Chiefs. I was extremely interested in Chiefs, uh, Bills. Yeah. And then and then you know Tampa. I, I don't the, know. I didn't NFC see any of the ratings. All I saw was what they put out. NFL notes put it out on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the other ratings of the other games. Did you? I mean, I would imagine that Chiefs game was huge because Sunday night is the Monster. one most watched Monster. of all games. One, it's it's the Celtics Lakers now. Yeah, only from separate. You know, it's, they don't play in, they don't Bra- play in Super Bowls. Yeah, it's Brady Manning. It is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and Manning is ta- and Josh Allen's Manning right now. Uh, Josh Allen is taking it. But you know, Lewis Lewis Riddick had a comment yesterday that was clearly. Like a few people, I saw Quincy Avery did a video breakdown on why this was not like why people should get off of Josh Allen about not throwing the shallow crosser to Stephon Diggs and why that's the proper read for a quarterback to take a shot. Uh, Lewis Riddick said, you know, I miss the times where everything, basically he just said where everything has got to be somebody was is great and somebody's bad. You know, like right. the, every every game has to be like that. Now, and I I sent him a direct message, and we he you know we talked about you know he hates when producers do that, create these segments on TV that yeah. he doesn't want to have to do where everything's consequential. Like, what are the consequences? Because that's all TV. If you watch any of those shows, they'll say before a game goes off, they'll say, "What will this mean to Josh Allen if he doesn't win?" Which quarterback is under more fire? You know, it's it's all about, and I get it. I mean, we all talk about it, but everything's consequential, like everything. Does this make him the greatest? Does this win make him the greatest quarterback uh, in the league? Does this, like, everything is about the highest and the lowest instead of just playing it out. Listen, I, I, but that's the cycle we're in. I mean, that's, you know, it's along with that comes more money. Frankly, right now, Ryan Clark is saying on ESPN that Josh Allen is the, he is not the reason the team lost. And I agree wholeheartedly. I thought Josh Allen played his ass off. Josh Allen put his body, I mean, to play after play after play. Uh, much like Amar did, just said, I'm running. I don't care. I'm, uh, you know what? I, we got to win this football game. He Josh, said he, he is coming up short. As he is coming up greatness. short uh, on greatness. I disagree with that. I think Josh Allen's a great quarterback. I do too, but he's not historically great no, until he gets no, passes. No, until he wins, right. He until he wins. Be. But he's still young. I mean, John yeah. Elway, 
John Elway didn't win until he the was. Dream didn't win a championship yeah. until he was in his. I mean, he couldn't get past the. Took Michael Jordan eight years. He couldn't even get to the finals until. Well, he did when he was in '86, but then he couldn't get back there again until '93, '94. Yeah, it took Jordan a eight while. Years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 what happens. You yeah. Know? So it's it's uh, listen. It, Josh Allen is on a great trajectory. This stuff about and they just all they did was show bad passes. Where's the pass? Uh, that Diggs missed. I mean, it was a perfect ball, right, mm-hmm. in his in his arms, and he missed it. Now, the last throw was and, – and he did miss some throws. But 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 guys miss throws. They just – it happens. He put his team in position to win, and Tyler Bass missed, missed that kick. That's uh, it, But people were saying, even so, the Chiefs are going to win anyway. No, you don't know that. Even I mean, so, the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, the idea that it was just an automatic – now, look, I do think everyone in the building knew – once you get to a certain point, the Bills need to take all the time off the clock. Yeah, well, they, they don't didn't want take Mahomes to That's have true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But, that, I mean, that was, you know, they scored a touchdown, then it turns into the Chiefs had to, would have had to score a touchdown. And, uh, or actually, no, it was a four-point game, right? It was. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was three, a three but they missed field goal. Yeah. So it would have turned into a four-point game. Right. And the Chiefs would have had to score a touchdown. You give them 47 seconds, and I think they had one timeout left at the time. I don't know that they're going to pull off some miracle again. Like they did last time, so um, yeah. But that's that's the world we live in. It's very consequential. But there's there's good, there's good consequences, and then there's bad. We saw that in basketball last night. So Joel Embiid had seventy points yesterday. He is the third player in in Philadelphia history to do that, along with Will Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor. He is like the second player I think to ever have seventy and twenty uh, in a game. I think that's I think he's the second one ever. But you have you have that where he had literally had sixty, I think sixty nine points or sixty points uh, before the fourth quarter even started. He was just sitting on the bench and and because of course my bas- my human notification son is coming in to tell me everything. And then, but but he ends up winning, right? So he ends up winning the game. And this is a guy who's always in consideration for MVP. And on the other side of that, you got Carl Anthony Towns. Who had forty four at the half, forty four at the half. Then he gets to sixty. I think he ended up going over sixty in sixty two total. So he ended up scoring eighteen in the second half, but missed a bunch of shots and had a bunch of them blocked and took the last shot of the game and couldn't win, couldn't make it. So all this hype around Carl Anthony Towns, who who had damn near fifty points at half, he still ends up losing. And and there's a tale of just two players where. That's the most Carl Anthony Towns thing I can I can that I've ever seen. This huge monster game he still loses. Yeah. Like that guy has no he's been of no consequence in the Western Conference from a winning standpoint. Well, so it's hard to take him this year they are. Well, they have to do but he's got to do it once ever in the playoffs. Yeah. No, 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 no. But but this year they're that's Did that's you a get a haircut for the Cabo Cup? I did get a haircut. He get I mean he doesn't care enough about us, Dell. What? To get a haircut before the Cabo I, I Cup. Get a, I get a haircut every month. What are you talking I about? I noticed it coincided with taking a trip with the fellas what, what to I, the Cabo Cup. You, you have to look sharp at the Cabo Cup. If you don't look good, you don't play well. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's all there true. is to it. That's true. That all, that's all there is to it. I mean, it. look at CJ. CJ didn't play great on Saturday. All he had was a puffer jacket. Like, he didn't look like an NBA player at all. Of course, Lamar scored four touchdowns and just wore warm-ups to the game. Well, you think he looks like the Pratt. So they're, they're, no, I think he looks like a quarterback. I've noticed that... NFL guys don't really dress like NBA guys as much. Receivers do. Receivers do. Receivers are NBA yeah, but players. NBA is a special, special place for yeah. dress. Stephon Diggs had something that was <laughs> what, what, just so. So back zesty. to this. Did you hear Chris Finch, the the Timberwolves head coach, last night after the game? Not in here. Oh, he was none too pleased with sixty-two in a loss. He was none too pleased at all with the way that that thing went down. Here, you got it. Here's Chris Finch after the game. You know, obviously, we're going to try to feed a hot hand, look for a hot hand. But at some point, we got to get back to making the right play. We got to get back to doing the right things. Um, and um, you know, let's just uh, like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. There's always a lot of ways to be immature, um, and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the. The roster, we totally disrespected the game ourselves, um, and we got exactly what we deserve. So, Chris, did did you also see? I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt like a, a, a big number? And- yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, but for a while, I mean, it was going. 
Um, but you know, down the stretch, we you got uh, you know kind of dried up for us. But um, yeah, so. that's the thing I like about Finchie is he keeps it. Oh, he's, he's going to tell honest. you. Did, did, did he look like he was hunting? Yeah, yeah. yeah he Finchie, was Finchie didn't like uh, didn't like. He wasn't done, by the way. Oh no, uh, oh, no. He, he had other things, uh, particularly uh, the the performance on defense. He wasn't thrilled with. It was an absolute disgusting performance of defense. <laughs> And immature basketball, um, all the way through the game. So it really didn't slip away. It had been there from the jump. So this is what happens when you uh, have this type of approach. Like I said, it's a <laughs> very disgusting. I like him. It's a very. Well, you notice they're at they're in, at the top of the Western Conference. Yeah, and it's a very like I said, it's a very Carl Anthony Towns thing. Individual performance, the numbers look a certain way, oh. and the end results are not great. And he had a couple spin moves baseline where he was being double team, and he still spun baseline trying to get shots off that got blocked. I know what he's talking about because they just kept trying to feed him, and he kept trying to hunt as he was asked about. It and he said yes, like he didn't even. Most coaches will try to protect the player. He's like, yeah, he yeah. And we we had a very immature game. At some point, yeah, you feed a hot hand, but at some point, well, dis- you got to make the right basketball play. Disgusting, disgusting level of defense. <laughs> Yeah, because he knows that they, you know, for all the the hoopla surrounding the the points that were being made, they lost the game. Yep, Charlotte beat him at home. Yeah, and and that's not a that's never a good thing when no. you say Charlotte beat you at home. Never ever a good thing. So uh, yeah, so so listen, we're just getting started. I, it was pretty cool. I listened to the whole uh, D'Amico press conference. Man, just a just a great guy to have representing your city. Just a great guy. And, 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 and CJ too, CJ addressed the whole religious thing and it's uh, some, some, some telling stuff. And then Will Anderson is just, we don't get it. We don't, we don't play enough. Will Anderson, Will Anderson is a great interview. So I told you, I talked to the, uh, I guess I can say it now. I mean, I don't think he's in a position anymore. He's one of the main staffers, like a liaison for Alabama guys. And I was talking about Dallas Turner and we were, you know, he was giving me some stuff. And he goes, now, he's not Will Anderson. Now. And I said, what, uh, I said, yeah, Will's got some edge, right? He, he said, Will's different. Right now, wherever he is, Will is doing push-ups. He said, I don't know what time of the day this is we're talking. I know Will is doing push-ups right now. He said, tonight when he goes home, you and I may watch a show or we may stream a show. Will is watching tape or he's thinking about the game. Uh, or he's you know eating the right things. He said Will is com- built completely different, which is which is I think why D'Amico had to have him, why they had to make the trade, why why he had to give up. You know, Arizona knew it too. Monty Austin Fort said you're going to give up what we ask you to give up, and Nick said okay, we're going to do it. And it may look it may look a little heavy at the time, but we got to have Will Anderson because I think at some point they decided okay, we got to do quarterback. Will Anderson was going to be their was their guy. And I think at some point they said, "Okay, um, we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take Stroud, so let's do Anderson next." Okay, but I gotta have Anderson. We'll make sure you get Anderson. Arizona drove a hard bargain, but you had you know to have what? Anderson. And you know why? This is why. As a matter of fact, when we come back, you'll hear why yeah. the Texans had to make those two guys the top two guys, and why the the 2023 draft could go down as the turning point in an organization's history, and that's. Uh, that's not hyperbole. That's kind of a no. predictive sentence well, he talked that, sh- about, that shows. He talked about this rookie class, and if it wasn't for these rookies, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have won those games. That's for sure. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Right. But you, I, I don't know that any team had a – no team had the contribution from rookies that the Texans had. They the, Lions, no the Lions would go. I know the Lions didn't draft the quarterback, but Laporta, Laporta. Branch, and, and Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. But, two monster classes. Yeah, but wait, Will Anderson, Stroud, Patterson, Juice. We can't keep the saying Texans Patterson. Won. The Texans had the best. Wait, 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 wait. Leading, Juice. leading rusher, leading, re- leading the tight end. Is he their leading receiver? Yeah, yeah. And then you also, oh, no, 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 I'm on Rob, but but he's got a ton of touch, touchdowns. The number one he, tight end. He was yeah. actually the second tight Look, end in all of football. Three league. of your guys that you're going to mention for the Texans were out with injuries for a chunk of chunk of time tank patterson patterson oh. barely played at all yeah he had like four games juice only had like six yeah but tank listen, i mean detroit that was great and, and again and they're in the 
And if it wasn't for those rookies, they wouldn't be in the NFC Championship game. But the Texans still won that. The Texans, the, the, the Texans rookie class. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, you, I think it's neck and neck. I don't think. Yeah, but I, obviously that's an advantage. But I think it's neck and neck because what they provided for, like those are major producers for Detroit too. I think touchdown it's like, makers. I think it's one A, one B. Yeah, these are guys who make touchdowns. But but these other two guys are are literally culture changers for Houston. That's no. why it's like. I think it's one in, in the AFC and one in the NFC, and they're both spectacular. But I knew Detroit's would be really good. I wasn't sure on Houston's, although I did love Tank. Um, you, all actually, take, you all take Detroit. I'm going to take the Houston draft as far as the best. In the, as a matter of fact, ESPN already rated it the best. Well, as long as I'm right, because ESPN, ESPN, so. ESPN is ESPN never wrong about so. stuff like this, about ratings. So well, I'm right, and the, you two are the group, wrong. The group that hires who they hire, let's, let's, let's bank on well, what they I don't think. care what ESPN ranks. No, that's what, that's what ESPN. And you know, yeah, I'm looking for NFL Network. And you know where I, exactly, I rank? Exactly, Lance. You know where I rank Doc Manavis? Tops. Tops in the world. That's where I rank Doc Manavis. King Charles is having a prostate. He, or, I don't know if he's already had it or what, but last week he and I and I texted Doc Manavis and I said he's. I think he's having surgery. They were talking like it's going to be surgery, and it's just an enlarged prostate, and that's the worst thing I've ever heard. If you know someone with an enlarged prostate, or you you have an enlarged prostate, or someone in your family has an enlarged prostate, and they're talking about surgery because doctors are still performing surgeries on enlarged prostate. Stop them. Tell them to go to 975prostate.com. Doc Manavis gives you an IV, okay? You're going to take an MRI. You're going to do an ultrasound. You're going to maybe x-ray. I don't know, but the process is a couple of things that she's going to look. Make sure. First of all, you got to make sure that there's no cancer. And then you got to, um, then then if there's no cancer and it's just an enlarged prostate, Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, you want to talk about easy. You sit in a chair for about 45 minutes. The, all, the, all the pain there is, is is putting that IV in. That's it. That's it. So if you're looking for the best way, if you have an enlarged prostate, there's only one place to go. 975prostate.com, 975prostate.com. ESPN, 975.com, fighter of the night, man. I miss you, night man, so bad. <laughs> One is currently taking advanced classes in thermal cryptonucleotides. The other takes remedial classes in buoyancy. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. So I've got the numbers for the TV stuff. I've got the final numbers. How about for this? all of them? Mm-hmm. Texans 31.8. Um, Texans <clears throat> actually was a little high. They finished a little bit higher. than Yeah. Average 31.8. Yeah, the game peaked at 36.2. It averaged 31.8. As you mentioned, it's the most watched game ever to come over the last 13. Also noted, it's five most watched games. ESPN's significantly boosted number, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the most watched network NFL game in history. Um, Higher than that, though, was Chiefs versus... Yeah, makes sense. NBC Sunday mm-hmm. night is the, is the highest rated. 39.3 million. Was that the average? Uh, total viewers from yeah. 7 to 10 on Sunday. The very close contest also averaged a 9.9 rating in the coveted 18 to 49 demographics. And then this is the one that was shocking to me. Um, a little bit shocking, at least. The rating between the June, the January 20th matchup. Actually, were they 20 or 21? Yeah, the 20th matchup between San Francisco and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, is projected to garner 37.5 million average viewers, according to Fox. That would make it the most watched telecast on a Saturday of any network since the 94 Winter Olympics. So hmm. uh, the game's viewership peaked at 40.9 million, which was buoyed by the close matchup between the two teams. Fox also reported that last year's comparable matchup between the Giants and Eagles had 28.6 million viewers. So it's up 31% this year. That seems crazy. You had, I thought the East Coast mattered small more than market anything in, in the whole world. San Francisco is a non-television watching market. So the smallest market. But in, they're big brands, though. The Niners and Packers yeah, are big, big brands. brands. But, yeah, from a market teams, standpoint. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that kind of crazy that all we hear about is East Coast, East Coast, well, East Coast TV. Yeah. Here's the Giants and Eagles. It's not yeah, like the Eagles weren't boring. a big team last year. And it was 20, and their rank, their ratings were 28.6 million. 
This one is going to be 31% higher with the Niners. and the, But but NFL viewing was up 7%. I do wonder if some of that is where they can capture numbers a little better now with more and more cord cutting if Nielsen's doing a better job of capturing streaming data. But regardless, NFL uh, ratings were up 7% this year, and this was a monster playoff run. So far, it's a monster uh, uh, playoff you know, ratings. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it continues. You've got <clears throat> Lions versus Niners. You've got, I, you know, Chiefs and Ravens are going to be huge. That's going to be, those are going to be huge, huge ratings. Uh, Yeah, Chiefs, Ravens, both of those games are going to be, I mean, Detroit with the, the storyline of Detroit never mm-hmm. getting there. San Francisco is a national team. Uh, But in the Chiefs, yeah, it's going to be, they put it right, right? It's just, it's uh, Chiefs Ravens at night. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. And I have a lot. If I feel like, and I don't know if this is true, but I feel like a lot of the people who said they're going to boycott the NFL, I feel like they might be watching again. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people, yeah, who were not none too pleased with the NFL. Yeah, it's back. It's back. Not to worry. Not to worry. It's back, Lance. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna still have a job. Don't well, worry about it. Don't worry about well, it. Well, they. So we'll see my contract's up in the summer. Uh, it's up this summer. Yeah. Uh, so then you just have to work less. That's all. Or I make mean, yourself more useful. Prove to them that you're useful. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, just, just go off into the sunset. Probably easier. The sunset. He's got four more. Don't you have like four more college tuitions to pay for? Yeah. And four more years to live. According to Gilbert's math. Well, Three more. Maybe you just would well, just make sure you got a nice insurance policy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, I mean a lot for no. those those college. I don't have a lot. Yeah. I keep it very, very. He needs term life. JT very insurance modest. Now. Your son is selling insurance? Yeah. He's no longer, no longer giving kids, um, what's, circumcisions? He, as that, a, he as, never did, did he circumcisions. Ever, that was Tebow, wasn't it? I thought he was a... He worked for the church. Now yeah. he's working for an insurance. He company. didn't. Didn't he go to exotic locations like Destin to give kids? Yeah, he did. But there were no circumcisions there. He did go. Oh, that to, happens in Guatemala, yeah, not Destin. Other, you know, foreign lands. Did so. he ever? He did go sho- to foreign lands like Destin. Destin. Did he ever throw a shovel pass to Aaron Hernandez in the championship game? He never did that. Never that was did. no. That was Tebow. <clears throat> that was Tebow. Was it a shovel pass or a jump pass? Yeah, yeah, jump pass. Yeah. No shovel passes wasn't until Pat, Pat Mahomes. No, no, no. When I say shovel pass, where you go this way, and you, I, I think they had one that dragged under too. Maybe I mean, they scored a lot. They, of they probably did, but I just thought JT had more, more important things to do in the church. No, uh, well, actually, he feels like he's doing. He's selling whole life to young people, trying to get them a savings vehicle hmm. actually, and and make it a long term, you know, financial investment. Ah, that's what he's. It trying actually to. does work. It does work. It does work. You you make uh, your own bank. You're, all, all those, you're your own bank as opposed to borrowing. And he's doing it in Dallas. He's doing it. In Are Dallas. you afraid of the douche factor in Dallas mm-hmm. affecting I, him? a little bit? Okay, a little bit. But that's where money. I is. I don't want to rub it off on him. Nah, that's just, where understood. money is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Michelle. He's in the SMU. Steve Michelle's up there from Texas Custom Patios. He's like, dude, the amount of money in Dallas is stupid. Yeah. He's like, there's a bunch of River Oaks's up here. Yeah. No, no, no. Dallas, Dallas is a bunch of. That's why it's so. Yeah, douchey. I mean it is. That's yeah. why it's so it is douchey. What it is. Not that everyone in River Oaks is douchey, but <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. I mean, what I'm reason? glad it's you gonna be it somebody up. from the Cabo Cup no. is going to be there for. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Actually, so be careful. Be careful. Not that's why I said not everyone. Okay, certainly not our host. Um, not him. Not him. No, no. Um. Anyway, so, 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 D'Amico met the media yesterday and it doesn't get any better when you have when you get that guy and that young guy is CJ Stroud and the way that he plays the way that he leads the way uh, everything about him everything about CJ has been fantastic here's Domico uh talking about having finding that quarterback having CJ you know to lead our team I think that's the Important question for every team, right? You're in this league. Everybody's looking for that quarterback, right? And we know how important the position is. You know how many resources go into finding, right, the right guy to lead. And, you know, over half the league has them, half don't. So it's um, it's a special position. It takes a special person to play that position. And, and we're happy to have CJ leading us. Yeah. 
So CJ played great. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, you know, I know a lot of people are gonna are gonna be really excited about next year and the growth of this team. I think this team is gonna be <clears throat> good, really, really good. But it's you're moving up in class again, and it's gonna be more difficult. But let's face it, guys should be better. Now, the this offseason is going to be a pretty big one. What do you do? You know, there's a lot of decisions to be made. There's a lot of players to sign. When you're bad, it's easy. You just keep trying to get better. We saw that with the Rockets. We saw it with the Texans. We saw it with the Astros. When you're a bad team, like you were last year, you just let the other let these free agents go. Let's bring in the next copper free agents. Let's just keep trying to draft. All of a sudden, when you get to be better, if it happens quickly like this, Man, you get grown-up problems real quick. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take, oh, you know what? Now we might want to hang on to some of these one-year free agents. Well. Oh, wow, this player's, this Nico Collins guy, are we going to, what are we going to do with him contractually? What are we going to do with, you know? D'Amico did tip his hand for you a little bit. I I don't think that there's any question that they're going D-line in the first round. He even, he even said it. He even said it. Not, you can look at us early early rounds. John McClain asked him. You know what? About, you talk about that defensive line. Wait, was he there at the press conference? Yeah, John McClain's always at the press conference. I thought he's retired. No, well, no, he's he retired from the Chronicle, but okay. he yeah, he's no, doing... he still works for Six Ten. Oh, yeah, no, but he's got something else too. I don't know. He he was he does for a Mac, podcast but that's or something over. like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. But I do know he was there. He said, "You talked about defense. You got starts up front." And he said, "Yeah, you can pretty much." I'm telling you, we're going to improve the defense. That's that's priority one is pro, uh, pro, uh, improving the defensive line. So, I mean, they went first round. Will Anderson, they're going first round again. When you see Matabuike in the Ravens' defensive line, and you go, wow. When you see, uh, luckily Jeffrey Simmons didn't play this year because they don't stop drafting. Like they draft, they don't stop drafts. Build the fronts. Build the fronts. Front, right. If you got a great, that's why the idea of building from outside in, like the Falcons try to do, it's not good. You have to be, If you get dominant on the offensive and defensive lines, you can go along. Yep, way. yep, yep. The Chiefs are an example of how they've gotten much better because of Trey Smith, because of obviously Chris Trey Smith at guard. Chris, uh, what's his name from center? The uh, the Creed center from Humphrey. Oklahoma, huh? Creed Humphrey. Yeah, Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith were in one draft class. They've made a They're huge actually difference. Kind of average at tackle. Uh, yeah, that's the weird thing is that now. Lucas Niang, they have Antonio Brown, right? Yeah, Not Donovan, Antonio Brown, but... Uh, Donovan, Donovan Smith and there, whoever the other guy is. Oh, yeah. Jawan Taylor. Oh, that's right. They had Brown. They traded him. Yeah, and they signed Donovan Smith to Jawan Taylor. Yeah, and Donovan Smith was a cast off from yeah. camp. But yeah, they are kind of... And then they drafted Lucas Niang. They are kind of average mm-hmm. to tackle. That's where they have. They're much better in the middle. In the inside, Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey, and Joe Tooney when he's healthy. Yeah, that's a good inside. But the Texans are trying to do that. Like, yeah. They've, and I give Bill O'Brien credit. I mean, at no point have the Texans shied away from trying to build an offensive line. They spent capital there. Oh, no. First the half, offensive line, are you kidding me? They spent a lot of capital there. They spent three first rounds on the two tackles. Yeah. Uh, and a, and a, a second sec- on the on the right, a, sec- a first on the left guard, a, se- a second on the center slash left guard, and juice. Free agent money and Shaq Mason, like, yeah. they've put money and draft picks into their offensive yeah, line. It just hasn't, you know been as good well no but 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 tons of, yeah you, you're right it's got it's got to improve it'll it'll have bernard to was the third sec uh first for will we'll talk about the defensive line on the other side and specifically will anderson and jonathan grenard on the other side right here on esb 97.5 and 92.5 but right now we're talking about hrmp we're talking about just just the best payroll company i think we we love them i don't know I, you know the payroll game i do know that they call themselves admin companies their administration and what they do is they do they take over your payroll they take over your HR but they also they also uh, give you your benefits packages your four hundred one ks and your uh, your uh, your insurance packages and everything else and you know that's where they really are making a lot of money and HRMP isn't doing that that's the difference right there so they you know they can disguise these other admin companies they can disguise that hey we're only you know, we're, 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 we're giving you the payroll at a much better price. Look at this. But then they're gouging you on the insurance side. They're gouging you on the 401k side. And you're like, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. At HRMP, they do payroll. They do HR. And then they give you options for the other stuff. Plus, they're experts in the Affordable Care Act and, and, your, insurance, and, your, and your taxes. 
So if you're looking for a payroll company that actually is going to be more economical for you, it's HRMP. HRP.net. Let them come and customize a plan for you. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. God loves a terrier. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. I want to give a uh, shout out to baby Charlie. It's her first birthday today. One year ago today, I was in Edmond, Oklahoma for the birth of Charlie. Now, admittedly, I don't have grandkids or kids, so so I don't have the connection that you have. I just don't understand shouting out someone who won't be listening. She's listening. Is it going to be replay? She watches every day. Is it going to be replay for her so she understands, like in three years, that granddad shouted her out? Yeah. No, 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 no. Right now, mommy's telling that Papa's but, talking about you. Understood. But is she at an age she where, she, where she knows what that means? Uh, she's already doing, like, division, long division. I, mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, she's the smartest baby. You I ever met. Saw. Ba- I didn't meet her, but I saw baby Charlie at the Christmas party. Yeah. She didn't have a calculator in her hand. Well, she didn't need it. Why would she have a calculator when she's doing it by hand? She didn't have a pencil in her hand. No, she didn't need it. She does it all in her head. And where does she put the answers? She just. My, since we're, my, may I ask who's asking your long division questions? What? How? What? Is and that is the, CPS going to get involved? Yeah. <laughs> four divided by four. Charlie, what is that's it? That's not long division. One. One. That's just division. That's what she's doing. Okay. One. Do this. One. Charlie. Do this. One. Hold that finger up. One. Uh, okay, so now. More Texans. More Will Anderson. You just told me we never played enough Will Anderson, and we didn't, haven't played Will Anderson. I want to hear from Will Anderson. The intensity of a of a thousand white hot suns. Well, I want to hear from C.J. Stroud talking cereal, about eats cereal like a like a hard man. That's one of the things that, like the British phrase, "Oh, he's a right odd man." If you're a hard man, that means you're like you don't want to mess with that guy. No, no, and that's what he is. Like he could be one of those guys in a in a Guy Ritchie movie, you know, wearing black leather jackets and and a guy you don't want to see, kind of a one of the bodyguards or one of the one of the enforcers for one of these mob bosses in a in a Guy Ritchie movie. I don't know. I if you keep this up, I'll send over Will. Like, you don't want Will. <laughs> no. I have you saw through your bones like butter. Have you seen a Guy Ritchie movie? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Will. I don't know how many Will Andersons are showing up in Guy Ritchie movies. Well, they're well, usually they're on the other side of it. They're being chased by the, <laughs> by the by good the guys. guys. Well, they had the guy with the with <laughs> whose hair caught on fire. The black guys are the good guys. Oh, the black eyes yeah. are the good guys. Well, except that crazy one whose no. hair caught on. Who? who no. uh, I just typed in Guy Ritchie. We'll get the way I understand. I just typed in Guy Ritchie movies and images. Eh. Well, I mean, it's not British. so many. No. Not so many. No. It's British. Well, there oh, are yeah. black people in Britain. Well, I know. And there, remember when the dog yeah. swallowed the diamond? Their dogs. Those guys. Those were black guys. They're like the good guys in Snatch. <laughs> okay. They are. Have you? I don't think you've seen a Guy Ritchie I've movie. I've seen. I've seen Lock, several. Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. There was one. I've. One. He was a lunatic. <laughs> At least there's one. He was a lunatic. <laughs> there he was could have one. been played I think by this is proving his Will point. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. One. I mean, I'm glad that you're putting Will Anderson in the Guy Ritchie movie. That's pretty cool. But Take a look at the pitch in APL. How many black Americans do you see there, mate? It, black like Amer- that one fast guy from the U.S. national team. Eddie Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Him. 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 All right, so CJ addressed, hey, these two are going to be linked together, second and third overall picks. They're linked together. They came in together. They're changing an entire organization. Will either be Hall of Famers. Here is, both will be. Yep. Here is, that was the answer, not one. Mm -hmm. Here is CJ talking about what makes, he already said he should be defensive player, rookie of the year. Here he is talking about what makes him talented. Uh, His mentality, um, not only does it match up with his talent, but it probably upsees his talent. The tenacious um, will to win, you know what I'm saying, the grit that he brings to a locker room and just his personality, you know what I'm saying. And His talent is, is great, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like, if you can match that with what he has, man, it's a force to be reckoned with. 
uh, he is. Those two are going to be linked together, and and it, and and rightfully so. This, like you said, we talked about the Owen Daniels draft before. Yeah, the this, this, 2006 draft. This one. is this is going to go down as the greatest. That draft. was Mario D'Amico, honestly. Mario D'Amico, Eric Winston, Charles Spencer, who was the what could have been guy, going. and Owen Daniels. Yeah. Those are there was one more in there too, but those are the big ones. This one with Juice, with Tank, with Will, just Juice. Tank. If Juice ends up being a good starter. Even an average starter, yeah. Juice Tank, and if Tank stays healthy, Juice Tank will, and 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 Stroud alone, that's a win. But then if you throw in if Patterson can become a now you're failing with Kenyon Green if Patterson becomes a starter that's because because right. Juice is not going to get beat out by that's Jared right. Patterson. If if Jared, Jared Patterson becomes a long term swing guy, Jared's not as talented as Kenyon. I mean, we want Kenyon Green to come back and play well. We want it to be Kenyon. <sighs> And we want it to be juice at center. That's the optimal. Kenyon's bigger. He's stronger. He's got more talent than Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson is just, he's okay. He's and not juice at center is going to be. Yeah. If you could get that, yeah. that would be phenomenal. Well, if, if but, Kenyon I mean, learns how to pass block, that'll be. Yeah. Learns how to play yeah. good football. It's well, not, we haven't seen it. Well, here's Will Anderson on what he's most proud of his rookie season. For me, man, it's never being satisfied. Always room for improvement, but um, you know, I am proud of some of the things I did, the growth, the maturity, um, learning different ways to play the game of ball, learning from great vets like Rank, Jerry Hughes, JG, all those guys in the room, Coach Jock, Coach Rod, just gotta give a big shout out to the whole D line always, the whole room, the coaches like we transformed that whole room together, the worth ethic, the mindset, the mentality, like everybody just coming together and just wanting to do something special and um make history so it's just always room for improvement, always room to get better. And, and I think just one thing for me is just, you know, just keep working on pass rush, keep getting better at run game, all those type of things, getting better. So it's exciting. Do you, I, I really think he probably had, I, we're going to talk, call him Dr. Anderson, because I think he fixed Jonathan Grenard, maybe. Jonathan Grenard took a huge step this year. And some of it might have been the work ethic that Will Anderson brought to the table. Could be. Because Will is, they say Will is a leader by words and example. Like, you have to do things a certain way. Um, And so, yeah, it helps. Maybe if Will was an actual doctor, he could keep Jonathan Grenard on the field because that's been a problem for him as a Well, he's a high ankle. How are you going to fix a high ankle as a doctor? There's no doctor that fixes that right away. Will played on a high ankle. Well, yeah, but... Or just slow down. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Jonathan Grenard has had injury. He has, he he has. has missed some time now. He has. All right, and last one. Um, this is interesting. Will Anderson talking about which because we've talked about Will. We've talked about CJ. Here's Will Anderson talking about his head coach, D'Amico. Overly exceeded though. Overly and. I don't usually rank my all the head coaches I've ever had, but man, he show up there. I tell you, bro, like he got he might be number one, bro. Overcoat saving dog, like, bro, like, <laughs> bro, but like, <laughs> but no, nah, man, he's he's just a great dude. He's a really great dude, and I tell people all the time. He say, "Hi, Coach Ryan." I said, "Bro, honestly, bro, like, I view him as a coach, but I also view him as a player. Like, I view him still as like." He's just a captain on the team sometimes because that's the way he approaches us. Like, he approaches us like he still is playing the game. And, like, and I think that's why it's so easy for all of us to, like, comprehend and understand, like, how he operates and what he wants to get done because he commands that type of, you know, excellence and expectation and standard through everybody throughout the whole organization. Like, he can coach you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows. Like, he's been in the, he's been in the league. He knows. And he knows how to coach. And that's the thing, another thing that I respect about him, man. Like, the way he cares about his players, the way he loves his players. He wants it so bad. He just gives all that love and energy into his players. And I know it just makes us want to keep playing for him. Yeah, it's one of the, one of the things that they say is that when guys come from Alabama and Saban and they go to the league and they go to an area that doesn't have the same accountability and standards, a lot of Alabama players kind of fall off because your expectations, you're on. I want to say you're on eggshells, but there's a strong expectation and there's a strong level of um, uh, the work ethic has to be there, and of course, the the accountability is there. You came to the Texans, and D'Amico Ryan's does the same thing. It's just not as you know. It's just not as uh, 
fierce maybe as Saban, but oh. the same thing, the standards, the accountability, like you don't have to be a raving lunatic and I'm not, and, and Nick is not a raving lunatic, but I'm saying is you don't have to be a screamer and yeller the whole time, all the time. Some coaches make that mistake, especially for whatever reason, D line coaches are famous for that. And some all line coaches. Yeah. You don't have to be that because that creates ups and downs. And then guys, you know, you eventually burn guys out. D'Amico Ryan's still holds you accountable, though, in standards. And Will Anderson is a guy who obviously likes that structure and those standards. And, uh, man, wasn't that great to listen to him? And I know people are already the bros. That's just how – guess what? That's how people who are 21 and 22 talk yeah, now. Exactly. Bro is everything. Man, bro is doing this. Bro, bro that. Bro, you better – you better watch, bro. Bro's not doing this. Like, my kids say this at home. My daughter says, bro, because she listens to her her brothers. This is just standard. So don't let that fool you. Uh, how about him already saying I gonna, I don't he's care, ahead of Nick I don't care if he said. I don't care any of that. Listen what? to the message. Yeah, the message is awesome. The message The message is great, and it does make sense, right, yep. that D'Amico feels like a team captain. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. All right. 713-780-3776. Oh, Giovanni, you guys want to talk? Anybody else wants to get in here? Gilbert wants to talk, and, and rightfully so. He's got something to bring to the table this morning, I'm sure. So let's do that on the other side. Right now I'm talking about safes. I'm talking about a safe in your home. I'm talking about even if, like you can get a safe at Houston, safe and lock, for like six $700. You can get just a small safe that will keep your gun away from your children because they won't even be able to open your safe. Now, that, that safe, unless it's bolted to the floor, that's something that you could care. But that's fine. The, the most important thing is you keeping your kids safe, okay? And if you have a gun in the house, then you need a safe that you can easily access and that you can – but, but the kids can't get to that gun, okay? Now, half of the safes in this city come from Houston Safe and Lock. Half of them come from – King Safe and Lock as well because it's the same company. You're going to talk to Derek DeSola. Okay, he runs the both stores. At some point, you're going to talk to him about your safe. Go to 975safe.com or you can call him at 713-522-5555. They've got the largest selection, so they got the best prices because they got them in stock. They don't have to buy them one at a time from American Security because they got a bunch of them. It's unbelievable. When you, you'll you see their warehouses or you'll see their showrooms, it, it's incredible, the, the safes and the selection that you're going to have. So if you're looking for a safe, there's one place to go, 975safe.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. One is currently studying the daily dew point for the next four weeks. The other is mulling over new acceptable ways to say the E-word. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Yeah, I saw a story. Did you see that? The cheapest hotel room at Caesars for three nights is 7000 And you got to do three nights. Over Super Bowl weekend? Over Super Bowl weekend. It is a true... It makes it a once-in-a-lifetime thing for you. Like, if you're a Detroit fan, I, ima- I imagine you shelling out to go if you make the Super Bowl because when will hasn't happened in your lifetime, it may not happen again. If you're if you're a Kansas City fan, yeah. you're like, we're here all the time. Maybe this is the trip I don't make. Right. And you're cl- but you still got to get – I think you probably try to do it cheaper – than than what they're doing. But would you would you like fly, would like I don't know how people many people know the geography of Nevada. I grew up in California. Would you like take a hotel room in Laughlin and drive into the game? You could something like that. You could. It would be you know that night of the game though. It'll be, be tough. It'll Particularly be tough. if you win, you want to right. celebrate and all that stuff. Right. Like I'm looking at it here. Like the Flamingo. That's uh, a low end property. It's still eleven hundred dollars for three days. Which isn't, that's not bad. Honestly, uh, to be honest. That's actually, but it's a dump. Yes. It's It's a dump. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's not what you remember from, like, Excalibur. Casino in the 70s, that movie. (laughs) The worst. Yeah. It's it's the cheapest, $4.77 a night. Honestly, it might be cheaper just to get get a room in California and take the four hour drive in. Oh, man, that's too much after the game, though. I'm just trying to. Well, what you do, though. Is there is a uh, there's a red eye that leaves there at midnight, and well it comes back here anyway. 
but there are a bunch of red eyes out of Vegas, How and instead are- of staying after the game, you just go straight home. So you fly, but isn't it a three night thing that you have to pay for? Well, yeah, well, thing? yeah, you have to. So I don't know still- that everybody's a three night. I think that uh, I'm pretty sure at uh, Caesars. I don't know. Maybe the cheapest room is seven thousand. You turn you, if well, you don't, you have two weeks, so you turn it into. I look, you go to California for and have vacation there, drive in and maybe fly back or however it goes. Right. But that's that's a ticket, man. Like Detroit people, I get it. Baltimore. It's been a while. I get it. If you're a Kansas City fan, you're like, we're going to be back. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not paying this. We, I've been, You probably have already been the one. Like, if you've never been the one, I get it. But if you were, if you went to the Tampa one, which you lost, or you went to the one, where did they play last year? Last year was Arizona. Was it Arizona? Was it Arizona? If you've been to the one of the ones you won. Yeah, because they, remember the Phoenix Open, they went straight there. Yeah, I should, of course, I will remember the Phoenix Open, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, but the Phoenix Open? Yeah, but I'm not paying for we're talking uh, about how expensive. Well, the, it's all he's thinking about is. is the Cabo Cup right now. No, yeah. well, so you can't I'm, think about the Phoenix. Obviously, what we're talking about, Lance, NFL's, is how much it'll cost for that Vegas Super Bowl, and that's a lot. It's a lot. All right, let's get Giovanni in here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. What do you say, Giovanni? Thank you, Michael. I just wanted to know. I, I saw on the news about the Chiefs recently. Um, back when they were playing the Chargers on the seventh. There's this guy in Kansas City, his three friends come over to watch the game in his backyard, and apparently they froze to death back there. Yeah. And he says he didn't even realize they were dead back there until the next day. when the Three but three so, people oh, died. Three people froze. up. Three people froze three to people death Three people froze to death in Kansas City after he didn't, he didn't even know. Yeah. How about that? I mean, what do you do? He killed them. I think he killed them. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Well, well, wait a minute. So, hey, Colombo, you're doing this all the way from Houston? Hey, he's got speculation. He's guessing. He just thinks he killed him. But wait a minute. Let no, me ask said, you the question. I think they killed that he killed him. Hold yeah, on. He Hold on. Just just hear him out for a second. If you wanted someone gone, yeah, getting them to freeze themselves outside? Yeah, I guess. It's kind of brilliant. It's it's not a bad. What was the cause of death? Hypothermia. Yeah. Uh, Why were you guys watching? We wanted to be part of the element. We couldn't afford playoff tickets, so we just wanted to be part of the. You know, we wanted to be part of the game, be in the elements, and so that's what happened. I wouldn't just Giovanni. I would with a name like Giovanni. That's not an everyday name. That's not a basic name. That's a guy who's. No, he's you know, who probably out. is willing to, yeah, he's probably yeah. willing to think outside the box, his third eye or whatever they call it, where he's able to see different things. Uh, I don't know about the third Kinda eye. Kind of like Gussie, with, he can write well, in Well, he said third eye. He didn't use a color. Okay. I yeah. It's third eye. Okay. Not a different eye. I don't, I don't like talking no, about the third eye. No, the eye. third eye you get, it's in the middle of your head, it sees things others don't see. You're yeah, talking that's about a completely Giovanni. Diff- a different okay. thing. Let's get Charlie in here before we, uh, hey, Charlie. Yeah. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. How you doing, Charlie? Good, good. Hey, I just want to talk about some things real quick. Uh, man, first, uh, in regards to the Houston sports, man, I, I feel like it's probably the best, like, in terms of, uh, like, looking forward to, you know, we got, we got, like, three good, pretty good head coaches and managers, like, in, in uh, Ime Udoka and, and, uh, Nico Ryan. And I feel like Joel Paul is going to fit the bill right in. Like, uh, nicely with them as well. And I think that uh, those three coaches, the fact that they're minority, uh, you know, minority uh, coaches and, like, their geniuses. And I feel like, I don't know, I saw a press conference yesterday with Joe Fata and Josh Hader, and he seemed like the right guy for this team. Like, he's, like, pumped and he's, like, smart. And I feel like he's going to fit the bill. And, uh, and, yeah, the last thing I wanted to ask was, I might have I missed the time, and, and we said it, but can you repeat, uh, John, whenever the – what time in the caller number for the fourth one? Something about the foursome for the Cabo Cup. I thought I heard. Yeah, did oh, you, you never you put in away the, co- the number. Are you giving? No, away? but I'm going to give you the number of how you can watch the uh, the big game with us at uh, Warehouse Live. I'll do that on the other side, right how here. How many on spots ESPN. are you giving away there? Does Justin know you're doing this? Giving away all of his spots? Yeah, yeah. And 
Well, and then it, listen, it's because there's there's a band there. Before is there going to the be game. a ticket to get in? Yeah, but it's free. Winning, it's free. Okay. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, oh, no, it is. But free. there's plenty of place for VIP everybody. Yeah. Tables he's giving away. Even if you don't give a, get a table, you're gonna there's more tables. But these are the VIP tables right in front of the stage, and this is going to be yeah, yeah this it's is special. Cool. It's and that's be really, what really we're cool. giving away for people to win. Yeah, and people have wow. asked, and people have asked. I people have asked the number of people. I just said table. So is there a number attached to the table? How many people can come? I, w- I would imagine it go four, four? to the table. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're desks, like school desks when you were in third grade. No, they're not. You no, get your own desk. Table. Put, it's a table. It's just a school desk where you can put a pencil. No, and you don't write. Top. You don't. That's run. what I do. I trick people. And you don't write underneath. You come in and you get a desk. No, like there's when you're not in a desk. It doesn't say like Jolene does stuff on the desk. It doesn't say that. I just picked a name no one would have, so I didn't insult right. anyone. Um, for no. a good time. Yeah, for a good time, call Jolene. Call Jolene is a pretty safe. Yeah. That's pretty safe. I know a Jolene, okay? Yeah, I bet she's not under 40. <laughs> yeah, probably under so. jail. What I'm talking about now is the Chastangs. And talk, speaking of 40, how about 80-plus years? 80-plus years the Chastangs been doing this. 80-plus years the Chastangs been selling cars in the city of Houston. You don't stay in business for 80-plus years unless you do it right. And Patrick learned it from his dad, Joe, and Joe learned it from his dad and his dad. And it's just been one Chastang after another just doing it right, doing it the right way. And you don't stay in business unless you have integrity, unless you uh, care about your customers, unless you give them the best product that you possibly can. It ain't easy staying in business for 80 years, people. It ain't. And the Chastang, you know why the Chastangs are? Is because people can trust them. You can trust that every time that you walk into that Chastang uh, store, that they're going to give you the best deal that they possibly can. They're not going to mark up. They're not going to add on. They just don't do it. They're going to give you so the Ford product. It doesn't get better. Plus, the uh, even the uh, used cars on a lot of the pre-owned vehicles certified so that, that you know what, you can get the best interest rate. And, you, and, and then you got... Uh, the guarantees that come along with them. So if you're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car truck or pre-owned vehicle, I think there's only one place to go in the city, ChastangFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown, Chastang Ford. ESPN 97.5.com. I'm hungry. The Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza absolutely. <laughs> 